So, Jeremy. So, Buttons. Yes, Daniel. My name's not Buttons. Oh, it was the... Not in public, anyway? (laughs) It's it's not my name. It's the code word. (laughs) That's our safe word. (laughs) (laughs) It's the safe word. Um... Speaking of innuendo, we've been watching Fuller House with Quinn. Okay. Or more more like Quinn's been watching Fuller House in our presence. So to be clear, this is the the newer Netflix series, right? Not like the classic Full House Correct. From, from the 90s? Okay. Right. Yeah, right. She, so we tried watching it with her when she was a lot younger, and we were like, oh, there's way too much innuendo and and not such innuendo like some things are just not subtle at all um and so wait is ready is that why did did dj leave that show did i hear that cameron i don't know we're on season four right now and she's still on there oh okay um how many seasons are there (laughs) five seasons Okay, so I watched the first season, and, like, as a huge fan of Full House, like, it was okay. It was, like, decent fan service, but I don't, God, I don't, five seasons? Five seasons. I'm honestly shocked that it got more than two. So, like, who's in it from the original? Like, DJ, we just mentioned. Everybody but the Olsen twins, pretty much. Well, not Bob Saget. Well, not anymore. No, he's in there. He's, He's often in an episode. Um, they stop by every now and then, you know? Yeah. And there are episodes where he is like a central storyline. So that's kind of how the first season was, as I recall. But I guess I just meant that he can't be making any more episodes. No, even still in the fourth season, at least he's still. Holy hell. Maybe there was an episode we just watched tonight where he gets a colonoscopy on there. Huh? Yep. They should have done a brain scan also. (laughs) Um, so, like, Uncle Joey, Uncle Jesse, is Aunt yes. Becky? Like, did she come out of yes. prison? She, huh? <laughs> she's, yes, she's the, she's Bob Saget's uh, co-host on the um, Good Morning show. San Diego? Yeah. Okay. San Francisco. Good, yeah, San Francisco. Um, and yeah. Uh, Steph? Stephanie? Stephanie is on there, and let me tell you, Stephanie... Enjoyed showing off her cleavage. That's right. I do remember that from the first season. That, that is correct. <laughs> that, yes. That okay. was clear in the first episode, and that has not changed. <laughs> I guess if you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> and Qu- Quinn, Quinn and I were watching it tonight, and I was like, wow, Aunt Stephanie's really, um, she's really showing off her bits. And yeah. Quinn's like, oh, she, she sure is. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm, yep. That's why... She's, yeah, I have no Quinn's problem. jealous. Maybe. That's why every chance I get, I show everybody my big, giant cockatiel. Yes. How is yeah. that, by the way? I'm joking. I don't have a bird. I'd like to have one. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so we've been watching that show. And I can't think of... I, I should have come prepared with, like, exact examples of some of the things. But, like, for instance, I guess the big thing is that um, Kimmy Gibbler is, um, 
she's surrogate mom for Aunt Stephanie. Okay. Um, and so we had to explain how that works to a child who doesn't understand how reproduction works at all. That's a fascinating plot twist. They hated each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're, they're, they're buds now. They're, it's the, the three girls are like the, the main characters. Okay. You know. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, it's been interesting. All right. Um, so you're, you're like, so there's just a lot of like adult type humor or suggestive humor. Yeah. Quinn is at that age where she's asking what that means and you have to try to explain it. Is that? Well, exactly. She's at the age where she's starting to get old enough to wonder. Yeah. Um, more concretely about, you know, what does, uh, what does the V do and what does the P do? Sure. Um, really. And we haven't, we haven't quite gotten to that conversation yet, but we, we plan to, but that's all Coley. Coley, So be there, but she is leading that conversation. That's for sure. Here's my foolproof plan for when that happens in my life. I intend to just take all the filters off the internet. (laughs) (laughs) They'll figure it out on their own. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. No, I I don't know. Maybe maybe my gender. ah, So you're younger than me. You might be enough younger than me for this to be different. Like when I was a kid, nine years old, you didn't like you knew about those things and you heard about it. But it was literally like 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 Sandlot type dialogue where it was just a bunch of boys on the playground, like talking shit about stuff you heard. You didn't really know anything. Right. But now like if you got a a playboy, it was like really rare. Right. Or a hustler. Like that was like, Ooh. And now it's shit's just everywhere. Everywhere. Let me ask you, did you ever find, um, (laughs) did you ever just randomly find a nudie mag somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a rite of passage for every yeah. young man. <laughs> but but now it's I've not. That's what I mean. Twice. Like, Yeah. And just weird, like, so some friends of mine, I, we, we were up in, these, in the woods, like, outside of our trailer park. That's how high class I am, Daniel. And um, we came upon, like, this, I don't know if it was really abandoned, but it seemed like an abandoned cabin. And all that was in there was like a bunch of like um, decorative copper, like not like valuable copper, but um, or brass, like things you would hang on a wall, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, sure. And there was like a stash of, of, I don't know if it was Playboys, Penthouse, Hustler, a combination of thereof. There was a few of those in there. So that was the first time that I can really remember stumbling across one, like in a place you just would not expect it. Um, then of course you'd have friends that would steal them from their dad, like literally classic eighties and nineties, like movie and TV show tropes. Right. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, I'm, but that cabin is what really dad, sticks out. Apparently my dad had a, collection of playboys when he and my mom met yeah i think you've told me this she used to joke that he did i think you told me this before actually yeah 
I mean, it makes sense, right? I think a lot of men did. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, why not? At that point, at that age, I mean, at that time, what else were they supposed to do, you know? I think a lot of men yeah, still would if it wasn't for the internet. They're horses and buggies and they're playboys. Yes, know? yes. Mm-hmm. And they're a big block of ice they would buy once a year and it would have to last them all year. Right, exactly. And there's cured meats. Yes, yes. Yep. So Fuller House, interesting. So, yeah, so, like wait, trying, trying to navigate that with a nine-year-old. Would be See, crazy. here's the other thing is that, like, I was I was in fourth grade. She's in third grade. She's of the age to be in fourth grade. Like, if we had gone, if we had put her in early, she could be in fourth grade now. But we held her because she's a January baby, you know, so she's, like, in that half half between mm-hmm. so <clears throat> she has friends who are her age who are in fourth grade and she when i was in fourth grade that's when we learned all about wet dreams and all this other stuff we watched this video like in of, school you mean uh, it's yes in school it scarred into my brain this video of this boy who has a wet dream and then he wakes up in the morning and he grabs some ketchup and he sprays it on <laughs> top of the bed and then he grabs some mustard and he sprays it on the bed then he grabs like a soda and pours it over the top of the bed to cover up the wet dream i'm pretty sure i watched that same video i think that's probably just <laughs> curriculum i think it was in fifth grade for me but i am almost positive that's the same video we watched i was in fourth grade because i remember i was in my elementary <clears throat> school and well you East Coasters are always a little more progressive than us. A little the, more progressive uh, over at, here. At, yeah. at the time, I was a Midwesterner, but but yeah. So. Yeah. So, I don't... Ugh, ugh. She's learning about, you know, the periods and all that. And I'm trying to act like that's a normal thing for us to discuss, even though I... Did, did, I didn't grow up in a house where my mom and my sister ever discussed that really openly, ever. Yeah, no, so. I think it was definitely more private back in those days. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay. Well. It's tough. I'm glad you're enjoying Fuller House. And um, <laughs> is, is so Uncle Joey, Uncle Joey still makes appearances. Yeah, Hello? no, they yeah. do. And here's the funny thing, right, about Fuller House. They still have the live audience, but, I, man, they must be going crazy with the the cards telling yeah. the audience what to do. Because yeah. every time Uncle Jesse comes on, everybody goes, Woo! You know, yeah. they all have to cheer. Like he's still a 90s heartthrob. Right. And the same anytime somebody kisses or anything, they it's really like a go crazy, like a '90s sitcom. Like it's literally like that still. It really is. Yep, that's nostalgic. (laughs) So, um, I watched this uh, Alanis Morissette documentary the other night. Speaking of Uncle Joey, Full House, yeah, Uncle Uncle Joey. Uncle Joey. So, you know, it's long been rumored that the song You Ought to Know was written about him. Right. Um, yeah. 
and she still will not confirm or deny that. And I'm I don't know why I care, because in my head he's got to be so much older than her, right? He is. Which kind of makes sense when you think about the lyrics. Um. Yeah, what a weird dynamic. Yeah. Anyway, it was a pretty. You cool were saying there was something about the about the uh, the line. I remember, we were talking about this already. There was something yeah. about the the dinner. I hate to bug you at dinner line. Yeah. yeah. Were you and I talking about that? I don't know. Remember specifically? Weren't we talking that. about it? We might have, but I mean, like she starts out like an older, an older version of me. Is she perverted like me? And then, of course, would she right. go down on you in a theater? And he is quite a bit older than her, so. Anyway, yeah. she won't say that it's about him. She said that there's like six guys that claim for it, that claim that it's about them now, which she finds amusing. Um, <laughs> but she didn't really mean for it to be like a diss track or scornful. She just, you know, was using her creative outlet to to get her emotions out, and it just kind of blew up. Right. Anyway, she was, was still pretty, very young. She was. Yeah, I had no idea. She was like nineteen. Um, yeah. When she wrote that song, she might've been like yeah. closer to 21 when she actually wrote that song, but 19 when she moved to LA. Um, right. Cause she put out a couple albums in Canada, like starting when she was 15 and she touches on, she doesn't talk about, I'm pretty sure she's talking about her manager slash producer, but talks about getting groomed and, um, mm. you know, she doesn't come right out and say it, but she's like, just, I was expected to do things and I thought it was just normal. Everybody did it anyway. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty interesting. I've always really liked her and I got to tell you, it got me to thinking about like the, my favorite albums or the best albums or the most influential albums and Jagged Little Pill is yeah. definitely on that list for me. Yeah. Was the I first put, uh, album I ever bought on CD. You told me that. Yeah. And I don't know that I would have, like, if we just would have had, like, an impromptu random discussion on, like, most important albums in our life, I don't know that I would have remembered that one. But, um, mm. yeah, I jammed that thing nonstop in, like, 1994 or 5, whatever it was. 4 or 3. Well, I listened to it all the way through a couple years ago with Coley. We went to dinner somewhere, and we listened to it. On, in the car. Oh, the entire and, album? Yeah. Yeah, all the way through. And there's some, there's still some bangers on there, but some of the songs don't really hold up anymore. No, but that's, but, I mean, to be fair, that's, that's, that's okay. Yeah. But there's, yeah, no, probably the time, seven, like, seven songs on there that I still remembered word for word. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. So. Faux shizzle. Um, Anyway, I want—I want really I, want to know I who wish, that song's about. So I wish you would just come out and say it. Maybe it's about you. Could be. Could be. Yeah. I can't believe you did her wrong like that. I know it. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Um. <laughs> we. I. I would actually enjoy talking about our favorite albums or most influential or whatever. But yeah. If only we had some way to do that. If only, Daniel. Of course. Mm. We have a podcast. Oh, wait. We do? We do. With 
impromptu, impromptu theme music even. So that's what we're doing right now. Hey, I remembered my so, um my thing I could have talked about. <laughs> now you remember. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> 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 well, do you want to save it or do you want to talk about it? I'll just mention it real quick because it's not okay, really yeah, important. Talk about it's it. so stupid. Okay, so. It's not stupid. Nothing you'd say is stupid. For my job, technically I'm required to have a certified dietary manager certification, right? Okay. And sure. um, I think it technically became re- re- required in like 2017. Um <laughs> And I signed up for the class, the course, and there's a few different ways to obtain it. Um, but if you have a lot of experience, you can get it in as little as 120 hours. So, um, and you, it's just online learning, right? You do have to have your exams proctored by somebody, you know, important. Um, and then when you graduate the program, you get credentialed so that you can take the actual certification exam through the state. So you don't okay. become cert, you don't become credentialed and certified just by taking the course. It just gives you access to take the exam that, that gives you that certification. Sorry. It's a certification for what? Certified dietary management. Okay, so okay. it's like a, if you ordered a, a registered dietitian on wish, think of it that way. so okay it's a requirement to to be a dietary manager in a critical access hospital now sure because most critical access hospitals don't have access to actual dietitians so this is like some sort of happy medium right so like our entire facility has been non-compliant for six years now and um so my work paid for me twice to take this course, <laughs> and, yeah. and I only have to complete 120 <laughs> hours and then take the test. And I haven't ever, I I, I haven't probably ever done more than like eight hours. <laughs> so I decided today my work isn't going to pay for it a third time. So I decided today I better actually get that done because I don't really want to lose yeah. my job and I don't want to get us into a bunch of trouble. So I, I enrolled for the third time today, Daniel, and I've probably already made more progress in one day than I had in the previous six years. Oh, good. But it's so boring. I think this whole, this whole, this whole conversation would give my wife a conniption because, you know, her job is quality and compliance. Yes, so. yes. But here's the thing. like. Upset. I know the stuff. I, I don't understand. Like other people can challenge tests. Like you, you, like you can challenge a lot of different tests without taking the course, but not this one. I could pass the test. Like no problem. Wait, you could pass it without doing the 120 hours or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yes. But they won't let me, Daniel. They won't let me. The oh. other thing I learned today is that the textbooks that are required just updated to the third edition, like six months ago. And I have the second editions. So I'm going to try to slide by with that so I don't have to buy those again, but we'll see how that goes. But anyway, so huh. so I have a year Where's- to finish this course like through the um, program, 
But of course, I need to get it done as soon as possible so I can get credentialed so that if we get surveyed, we don't get in trouble. Who administers all this? Who? Where's this information coming from? Gwyneth Paltrow or like uh, the, the University FBA? of North University? Oh, you mean like who's who mandates it? Yes. Uh, CMS Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services. Huh. Okay. So it's a federal right. federal program that's ran through the states. So yeah, yeah. It's it's our tax dollars at work. In other words, y- yes. I mean, it's the, you know how <laughs> I feel about these things. It's not a bad idea. Like I I do think that yeah. it's good because then the dietary manager can do things, a lot of things that it would normally take a dietitian to 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 do, right? Right. Um. Like for me, the biggest thing, the biggest perk would be that I would not have to have all my menus and recipes and menu changes approved by a dietitian. I could approve them myself or I just wouldn't need it because I'd be credentialed. I can also do um, um, gather information for assessments and do a lot of regulatory and, and compliance stuff and clinical stuff that I'm not technically allowed to do now. I mean, I haven't had a dietitian approve a menu for fucking 13 years. But anyway, you're supposed to. It's it's a request. Well, let me know. You can just send it to me anytime. Are you a dietitian now? <clears throat> no. But, you know, I can pretend. I can play one on TV yeah. if I need to. So I guess, and I guess once I get credentialed, I could actually, like, side hustle for other um, – because you don't actually have to work at the facility. You can just go and, like, uh-huh. subco- and, like contract, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but we don't. Have, we haven't had, we haven't had a dietitian in years, not even one we can call if we need to. So we've gotten pretty lucky to not get nailed on this nonsense. Um, well, uh, well, it, you know, hopefully nobody records themselves talking about it in a yeah. In a <laughs> that would be a dumbass move. Them. So. <laughs> So anyway, I'm going on six years now to complete a 120-hour course, and now it's cost between me and my employer over $2,000 between courses and books and extensions when it originally was just $500 for everything. So, yeah. Way to go. I don't I thought of something else I could have opened the show with. Okay. We, We just keep thinking of things. Let's just blow our whole um, wad right now. <laughs> I went to uh, my company is a sponsor of the Hartford Yard Goats, which is um, a Colorado Rockies. Okay. Um, triple A. Sure. I think they're triple A. Okay. Affiliate. They might yeah. be double A. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I'm pretty sure they're triple A. And um, so we had a optional. You didn't have to go, but I went. Um, uh, employee outing at the Yard Goats game. And we had this whole outfield section all to ourselves, this big picnic pavilion with um, Bears Barbecue, which is the barbecue place in Hartford, which is totally okay barbecue, but it's like the only barbecue place in Connecticut. So... Uh, it's very popular. Um, so, you know, that was fun. 
again, getting to eat some barbecue. But um, the real highlights were the two times I went down on the field. Because we were sponsoring, we had all these different things going on. They had my friend who runs the mailroom, who's in our department. Um, his name's Joe. He 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 is our company mascot. <laughs> so <laughs> the company is American Eagle Credit Union. So the the mascot is an eagle. It's Ernest the Eagle, and um, when he dresses as Ernest the Eagle, I am I've kind of become his de facto uh, helper and assistant. So I, so he dressed as Ernest the Eagle for the game, and threw out the first pitch. And so I went down on the field and uh, while he threw out the first pitch, so that was fun. But was what fun. was cool was waiting to go out on the field before the game and getting him dressed up and everything. Um, in we. We did it down in the clubhouse, right, right outside the players' locker room. So, like, we were right there, like in. I worked in a minor league ballpark, and I never like went down in the clubhouse, you know. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to be down with all the players while they're like getting ready for the game and and stuff. So that was neat. That is cool. And we were they in are the a double laundry a room. <clears throat> huh. Oh, I thought you were done. I said they are a double-A affiliate of the Colorado Rockies. Oh, okay. Double-A. So we were we were in the laundry room. You don't think about, like, there's a laundry room, and there's a person whose job it is to do all the laundry. And and they have mascots, right? They're the goats. There's, there's two goats. There's a girl goat and a boy <clears throat> goat. But they're both boys in, in the costumes. And um, one of the times, one of the goats, one of the mascots had to get, I was helping Joe get undressed, right? And it was like third inning. And one of the mascots was changing into a Dunkin' Donuts cup costume. And I happened to walk into the laundry room. I didn't know this guy. I've never met him before, right? And he didn't know who I was, but he's putting on the, the Dunkin' Donuts costume, and he's having some trouble. He's like, oh, thank God, a person. He's like, I need you to help me. (laughs) Can you help me put on my costume? So I ended up helping the mascot put his costume on. Nice. I was just the mascot helper. You were the mascot helper. That's that's fun. Yep. Um, Did you know, know, Daniel, there's a huge uh, collector's market or whatever you want to call it for a minor league baseball hats like new fitted or a new era fitted minor league baseball specifically hats. minor league huh yeah i mean major league too but like minor league because they all got like these crazy like hats that they'll yeah. use for like whatever and i've i've yeah. got a few of them um i think they're pretty cool um the problem is the problem is with fitted hats like right i don't know like i can get two hats the same size and they'll fit me completely different so. Yeah, you never know how a fitted hat is going to fit you. I've never yeah. enjoyed wearing a fitted hat in my life. I I yeah. like Velcro back 
hats. I think I liked it when I was a, like dad hats. That's what you like. That's awful. <laughs> That's awful. Um, Sorry. I I liked fitted hats when I was a kid, but I think that was more just because I wanted to look like a major leaguer, you know? Well, because you wanted to be cool. And fitted hats were cool. Yeah. When we were yeah. kids. Yeah, because they were. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny how it's... Uh, sorry. I need to just finish. Then the second time I went out on the on the field, right? Because there were yeah. two times I went out on the field. Second time I went out on the field, I they had already chosen three people to sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game at this thing. Yeah. But two of them, like, left before it was their time to... It was the longest game in the world. I know the pitch clock... Blah, 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 blah. Pitch clock and everything, but for some reason this seemed like a very long game. So, this, the people, two of the people who were supposed to sing left. So, myself and Joe volunteered to to sing. So, we went down on the field and we sang "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" in the seventh inning stretch. Nice. And then, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Quite the day. Did you, did you catch a home run ball too? Jeez. Uh, no, but I did get a ball from uh, our CFO, gave it to me, because he was down on the field before the game and got a practice ball that rolled over near him, so he gave it to me for my daughter. And I gave it cool. to her, but I have no idea what she did with it. Mm, maybe she's playing with um, Annabelle, with playing catch with Annabelle. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Maybe, um, but it's it is funny. I I feel like, yeah, people who collect minor league baseball hats are not all that different from you and me. I know you collect certain things, right? And I collect certain things. You fucking asshole! You stole my segue. See, I thought you were done with your segue. I actually just went with your segue. (laughs) I knew what you were doing. I read the cues. You weren't supposed to say anything, you motherfucker. (laughs) You ruined it. This is a back and forth. It's like tennis. I grabbed your ball that you listen. You passed over to me and I Okay. Sorry, I blew up. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) You teed me up and I whacked it. True, true. Okay. So anyway, but but collecting minor league baseball hats really is a real thing. But yes, Daniel, you were saying. No, I believe you that it is. I, I've heard of that too because you're right. They, yeah. That would be a cool thing to collect. I know a lot of people who just like go to various ballparks and have to get something from each one. They yeah. Want it. Like my, my second, my cousin's. My cousin's son. Is that my second cousin? Correct. Um, he's he he and his friends have a goal of going to every ballpark in America, every major league park. Yeah. And I don't I don't know what they're at now. Probably like eight or ten or something like that. But that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I have I have a goal of, um. Like turning my attic into a livable space. It's a lofty <laughs> goal. Real lofty goal, Daniel. 
That, that was funny. You're supposed to laugh. Hello? Is this thing on? Nope. Okay. What's in your attic now? I don't even have one. I live in an apartment. Oh. <laughs> well, so that's, I guess that's what I wanted to talk about. But I do have a storage shed. I do have a couple storage sheds. Okay, so what's in your storage shed, Jeremy? Um, well, get to it. One of them is filled with tons and tons and tons and tons. Probably, if you weighed it all, it'd be literal tons of. Okay, so I got two storage sheds. Um, (laughs) of like collectible video game stuff. So either stuff I just bought that wasn't tied directly to a like an actual like release of a video game or like something that came with a video game, but also a bunch of stuff that I got from buying collector's editions of video games. Yeah. So you, you bought a lot. I've never bought a single collector's edition in my life. So you were way more into that than I ever was. Cause you're basic. (laughs) How many do you think you bought? How many collector's editions? Over the years. Yeah. Um, well, okay, so my collector's edition buying probably was from like right. 2008 until 2015-ish. Right. And during that time, probab- probably at least 100. Um, they weren't always like exuberant, but generally if there was at least a... Because some collector's editions would just come with, like, basic stuff, like an art book and a steel case or even digital content. But some, Daniel, would come with, like, some pretty amazing and even sometimes useful stuff. Um, Some things I still use. but And there would be times where if I thought I was going to want to display something or use something, I would actually buy two if I could. Um if they didn't sell out. So, um, yeah, I, a lot, but probably the most ridiculous one that I ever bought. And probably the one that I am the least proud of (laughs) for the sheer fact that it costs so much money for such a mediocre game was the kingdoms of Amalar collector's edition. Oh man. Which came with a huge statue that was signed by one of three people i think it was luck of the draw and mine did happen to be signed by kurt schilling it's in my storage shed i still have it um wow yeah but it was like four hundred dollars the uh the state of rhode island is still trying to collect those from everybody (laughs) are they (laughs) they have like a a buyback program like they do with firearms (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly yeah Uh. For some reason, that that same governor who isn't even a governor anymore, he's he's in charge of it. He just uh, yeah, you go on the website, it just has his what his address. It's weird. That's that's funny. Are you serious? They're trying to collect those? No, I'm joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, wow. I'm, I'm proud of myself for that one. Well, as uh, you know, d- does he not owe the state of Rhode awesome. Island a ton of money? So I thought maybe I was like, oh, you never know. Yeah, so that's if buried you in there somewhere. Are ever, so I guess that's my question, right? What are you going to do with all that stuff? So What's your plan? my plan is, which I need to get on, is I'm going to 
the collector's edition stuff, I don't know. I would have to look on eBay to see, see if any of that's worth anything. Um, right. There was like a Bioshock collector's edition that came with this Big Daddy. And most of the, the drill bits on that's the cool. end of the Big Daddy broke. So those, for a time, were super rare to get one intact and, and very valuable. I don't know that they still are. Um, so I have one of those that's unopened, but you can tell the drill isn't broken because you can see, like, whatever. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's clear pack. Uh, not clear, but, like, you can see into it. Um, yeah, yeah. And, but I have a ton of, like, just action figures and other memorabilia that I'm, I need to, like... Go through, clean, organize, and sell. Because it's just been. Do you have the stores. Dead Island? Do Do you have the Dead Island bikini bust thing? I did not ever get that. No, actually. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure why. I'm really not sure why I passed up on that collection. You like that game, right? I, I love that game. Yeah. That in game. fact, I intend on downloading the second one tonight. Um. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, me and uh, Kyle. Wadsworth played that yeah. game a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, maybe I thought I wouldn't like that game because I wasn't really into zombies. So maybe I didn't pre-order it. And a lot of collectors... Collector's editions for video games are crazy. You either have to pre-order them and you can't get it and they're very expensive. And if you miss out, then you're paying, you know, twice as much, at least on eBay for somebody else's pre-order. Or they end up in the fucking bargain bin at Walmart for eight bucks. Like... There is no in between. Yeah. There there yeah. is no in between. It's, it's interesting though because those years that you were into it is really kind of that was the heyday of it. Right? Yeah. It's not really such a big thing anymore. No. Now a I lot think, of people buy digital and Yes. I don't know. Yes. So I will admit when The Last of Us Part One um released remake remake i did really want the firefly edition and i don't even know why like it was just that like that old that that old yes like that old like (laughs) feeling because it was hard to get and i'm like why are they making these so limited this is stupid yeah um to the point where i almost bought a pc version of it just so i could have it but (laughs) i i showed some restraint and so yeah so here's kind of what really got me into it. So Uncharted 2, right? I played Uncharted and I loved yeah. it. It was one of the earlier games that I ever played on console. I Not ever, but as I came back into gaming around 2007, 8, whenever it was. Yeah, 2007 and it came out. Yeah, Uncharted 2 came out and it had this very, very, very limited collector's edition. And by that time, yeah. by that time, I was really into video games again. And I'd gotten a couple other collector's editions, like I think Red Faction, um, just weird random Gorilla. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the Bioshock one. And uh, yeah. anyway, this had this, this Perba Dagger in it, right? And yes, it was super badass, was. but it was very limited and um, hard to get. So I was like, buddies with the dude at GameStop and he was really trying to help me out and blah 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 and they started popping up on eBay but they were like 1200 bucks and I didn't have that money at all so I never ever ever got the Uncharted 2 I still I never did get one right 
Oh, no. But I think that's kind of what skyrocketed my obsession. I started just ordering them all as soon as I could in case that right. happened again. <laughs> I didn't want to get fucked on my permadagger again. <laughs> so you got the Uncharted 3, right? Uh, yeah, I actually ended up buying, I think, three of those. With the ring, right? The ring on the necklace? Yeah, and the box, and it had a little um, Nathan Drake statue in there. Statue was with the plane? I don't know that it had the plane. I think it was just him uh, wearing his scarf kind of standing up like he was oh, in the yeah, desert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why I thought the plane was in the background, crashed. Like, I don't think debris. so. I don't think it was. Anyway, Did I it think have a I Subway sandwich? Three of them. No. No, I don't no think I had a Subway sandwich. No. Shit, it might have been a fucking Weird. coupon for Subway in the box for all I remember. And I think I opened one and I gave one away, and I'm pretty sure there's still an unopened one in storage. Um, but I did that yeah. with with uh, a lot of things. But there were some collector's editions that, and this kind of came up because this guy that posted on Facebook in the Overblow group, he talked about how when collector's editions had useful items in it and it was nice and i enjoyed displaying statues and figurines and things like that so to me those were still useful the collector's editions now that have like art books or you get like you know a free weapon skin that's just some bullshit that's stupid knock that off knock that off developers i'm sorry but the art book is the only thing that appeals to me about collector's editions Okay, but that's fine for like I an extra ten bucks, not for like books. not for like two hundred and eighty dollars, right? Like, right. right. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember like the Modern Warfare three. Which one came as long with? They're not digital art books because that's fucking useless. What am I going to do with that? Or which a digital the, soundtrack? What the fuck? Which one Sorry. of the Modern Warfares came with the fucking night vision goggles? God, I had that. That was awesome. That was two, wasn't it? I think, I think so. Two. And then like three came with like a fucking RC tank. And I remember this guy joking like, <laughs> he's like, Modern Warfare 4 is going to come with a fucking working A1 Abrams. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a rem- remote control, right? Yeah. 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 RC. Right. That's yeah. what he said. Um, yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. I still, every once in a while, I still see a Call of Duty Jeep on the road. Nice. That always yeah. cracks me up. Yeah. I see Jurassic Park Jeep every now and then. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. But uh, anyway, this dude posted this picture of this um, Sly Cooper, like, sling bag that that yeah. he got with, uh, uh, it wasn't Sly Cooper, it was the um, Sucker Punch logo. It came with a collector, yeah. an infamous collector's edition, probably the second one. Um, and I have one of those, and I still use it. I got like survival gear in it. Believe I don't use it, but it's in a storage shed full of like, I don't know, suture kits or some shit. Like <laughs> from back in my crazy prepping days, I have all these bags filled with <laughs> with with stuff that could come in useful when our politicians inevitably will ruin this country and we have to bug out. Um, Anyway, they're probably all expired, but that's so, okay. A hundred, you think? Around a uh, hundred that I bought? Yeah, because every game yeah. that came out for quite a while, if there was a collector's edition, I bought it. And wow! Like all the Mass Effects, yeah. I, do you have a Skyrim one? Yes, yes, I did, or do, or did. That Skyrim uh, one's pretty cool. Yeah. It's so the, I also used to do this thing. That's Daniel, got the, the the big dragon. That's got the statue of the guy, right? The 
Dragon. Yeah. Um, Dragon Wall. Whatever is Dragonborn. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the other thing I used to do, though, back in those days. Maybe not the early days, but the last couple of years that I tried to play video games was I was drinking again. So right. I would get drunk and offer them to people on Twitter and then send them to them. That happened a lot. Um, so a lot of that stuff is scattered or not complete. Um, yeah. like, like DJ David Holloway, I gave him a ton yep. of stuff. Like, cause he came to Montana once. Um, right. And then, like I love. I up. came to Montana and you didn't give me shit. I did give herpes. You, I gave you a lot of shit, Daniel. That's all I did was give you shit. But I wasn't drinking then. I started drinking and marshmallows. Right. I wasn't drinking yet then, Daniel. See, see, David came the following summer or later on that summer. I think I don't know. Mm. I and think I, yeah, it's um, the next summer. Yeah. Anyway, I loaded up his jeep just full of shit because I had so much. It was everywhere. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Spilling, yeah. spilling out of of things, but. So I don't know how much of the collector's edition stuff I still have. There's certainly not much of it that's full and complete and intact. It's kind of all right. been split up. But I do have a ton of other stuff still. So if anybody's looking into like Kingdom Hearts, memorabilia, Final Fantasy, uh, Play Arts, Kai, Kobayaku, any of those things, hit me up. I'm wow. your Huckleberry. And most of it's I, still um, worth a lot of money, so I really need to get on that. Yeah, I bet it is. I bet it's only gone up in price for a lot of it, some of it. One of um, the last collection collector's editions I ever actually bought was the infamous Fallout with the awful, awful backpack or bag or whatever the hell that was. Uh, and I right. yeah, don't yeah. know that I ever got my replacement. I don't think I did because I think I was moving right when that happened. What about the Pip-Boy? Do you have a Pip-Boy? I do have a Pip-Boy, yes. Yeah. Which was another one that was kind of so hard. Cool. That that was kind of hard to get. Yeah. Like I know we're talking about. Like I originally meant to start this conversation to be like, you know, what do you plan on doing with that stuff? Are you ever gonna unclutter your life of that stuff? And now I'm like, no, fuck that. Just hoard it and keep it and get joy from it. Because yeah. I'm just like I'm like listening to you talk, and I'm just like, man, I wish I had all these things. Well, <laughs> part so of me, cool. part of me, had hoped that I would be able to take them out of storage someday and like have my own area to display them again. So maybe, and maybe, will. maybe this is where procrastinating will be in my favor. I was right. gonna say, I was gonna say for once, but that actually works out quite a bit, if I'm being honest. Um. So yeah, maybe I could. I have. I sold so much stuff. So the in two thousand and twenty two? Twenty one? In twenty twenty one. Time's a flat circle. I have no idea. In twenty twenty one I had a whole bunch of first four figure statues. Mm-hmm. And I had a bunch of the very early Zelda ones. Zelda ones that they yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. And they were worth a ton of money. So I think I sold all of them together for about $20,000 over the course of two months in the summer of 2021. Wow. Yeah. But I desperately needed the money for, you know, lawyers for the kids and yeah. Help Alicia pay off well, her debt. So, yeah, fucking bullshit. But, I mean, but you had it. So that's good. Well, that's how I got it was from selling those. Um, no, so, I mean, you, you had those to 
so you got something for them, which is good. Well, yeah, and probably total, I think I ended up selling six or seven of them, and I probably had maybe $3,000 total into all of those. Probably not even that much, because I got them all at, uh, you know, at release, and they were anywhere from... Yeah. 100 to like $300, depending on what they were. So, yeah, I did wow. really well with that. Great. Um, That's great. And as far as like statues, the only statues I have now that I can recall, I have a, a, a big Kratos statue, like huge, and Gandalf and Gimli. Oh. I know I have those. Um, and that huge-ass hmm. Am- Amilar one. I think, I think Todd McFarland designed yeah. that one, if I remember right. Um, yeah, it would have been Todd McFarlane. The Kratos and, and Lord of the Rings ones are all sideshow, which is decent. Right. Um, but yeah, what there's... did the Lord of the Rings ones come with? No, they the didn't. They didn't come with a game. They they were. I'm oh, just you talking. just bought. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, talking collectibles now. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact: I haven't um, played a whole lot of Lord of the Rings video game stuff. I really haven't. Th- I haven't either. I, I might check out the. Lego I might check out Gollum. Oh, I should play that. That looks like trash. That looks like hot garbage. Oh, I haven't um, even seen it. I just heard about it. Okay. Oh no, it looks awful. Okay. I I played the PS2 ones, Two Towers and Fellowship. And that's it, really. And then huh. Lego. That's it. I oh, I played the Middle Earth. I played. I played. Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. I did not okay. play Shadow of War because I, I was not a big fan of Shadow of Mordor. Okay. They made Shelob a sexy lady, and it was weird. It was a weird that is weird. game. Yeah, she's supposed to be a sexy spider, damn it. Don't make her into a lady. Right. Seriously. Although, yeah. I mean, years and years ago, she she wasn't a spider, so I suppose. <sighs> Canana- Don't can- bring logic into this. Canonically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for not letting that slide. <laughs> it just, I just caught it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about like all, all my stuff, and you know, there was a time where I was like, uh, I was collecting games, older games. Um, I don't collect memorabilia so much. I collect books about games, and that probably will never stop because I read them. I actually yeah. do read them. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> but I collect older games too, and I have um, about twenty cartridges for Super Nintendo, same amount for N sixty four. I've got you know about. 10 or so GameCube games and Wii games and PS2. And then I just never really got rid of my PS3 games that I had. So I just have them. And the reason I was getting them for the longest time was so that I could play them. Like there just wasn't really a convenient way to play those games. Um, a lot of like the Super Nintendo and N sixty four games, like there was, there just wasn't. You could they don't you could get, they don't put their legacy games online usually. Nintendo's terrible about that, right? And I just wanted them all in one place, right? Um, yeah. That was easy to access and 
because you could have like you there was Ocarina of Time on the 3DS, but you couldn't get it on Wii or or anything, you know. Like, but on the the eShop on Wii, you could buy all these Super Nintendo and NES games and stuff, but you couldn't get N64 games or GameCube games or anything like that. And I wasn't really into emulating, and that's not really the same. Like, you know, I can still emulate games. I don't know. So, but, so I just, I just wanted to be able to play them whenever I felt like it. And so I've got this TV set up upstairs, and it's got all the systems around it. I've got a PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4. Um, I, my 5 is down here on the nicer TV. And then I've got an Xbox Series S, um, a GameCube, Wii, Super Nintendo, and an N64. And I can just swap out the inputs anytime I want to play anything else, right? But it's gotten to the point now where I very rarely play anything else and i have my xbox and my switch hooked up up there and that's it that's what i play and now switch online has a decent library it's not like the best library of older games but a lot of what you can't find in switch online you can at least find in some other way like the the final fantasy remasters are just coming to consoles now so that's exciting i kind of i've never played some of the older final fantasies i would be interested in playing final fantasy 6 because i know that's like the big one right um and well it's like the last last of the of the, the pixel pixelated the, the pixelated ones right yeah. so that's yeah that's what i mean and like Chrono Trigger, I have Chrono Trigger on my PS3, but again, I don't really ever put my turn my PS3 on. That's a great um, game. You should definitely play it. I can tell it's a great game. I played like two hours of it, and I was like, yeah. "This seems like some an RPG I could actually get into." And as as but far as the old Final Fantasies, I would say four is probably the. So there's like a numbering confusion between four and six. I, thought I don't know if that was because. It's six and three, right? Wasn't three in America, six in Japan? And maybe, maybe, and that's maybe the, that's it. Pretty sure. Okay. Either way, four is best. It's the the one with the one with the opera house scene, the opera scene. I don't know. You like four best? It's so fucking confusing, Jeremy. The one with the opera scene. You mean seven? Oh, seven has the opera scene. Well, they. I mean, they. They probably (laughs) probably more than one does. Anyway, carry on. How do we get it onto this? Sorry, I brought up the wrong game for an example. Anyway, all I'm saying is, I. I have all these other ways to play these games now, and like, if I want to play Super Metroid, I just play it on the Switch, and. It runs nice, it has save states, and I can play it handheld on the OLED, beautiful OLED screen, and it looks nice. And I have GoldenEye on Xbox. The Switch controls are terrible. I can't can't deal with it. Um, And, but Perfect Dark on the Xbox, and, like, 
you know, I've been playing Ocarina of Time on my Switch. And just like, so that whole purpose for my games collection is like not really relevant anymore. And, but still, I have the, the disease, right? Because, get this, right? Metroid Prime came out on Switch Remastered. And it's yeah. beautiful, and I played through it. I had never finished that game because it was... I, I think I just got stuck somewhere, didn't know where to go, and it was before guides were really as pre prevalent as they are now. And it, I just never finished it. I've started and not finished that game probably five times in my life. But I've always loved it, what I've played of it. So finally, I played through it I've played through it twice now on the Switch um, since it came out, the remastered version. And so I was like, you know what? I'm a real fan of this game. And I was thinking maybe maybe what I want is like a small little Metroid Prime collection. And I just want every version of this game, right? So, of course, my dumbass couldn't wait to play it when it was announced. So I downloaded it. But the physical version was not available yet. So I didn't buy the physical version because I just, I already downloaded it. So now I'm like, well, I need the physical version of Metroid Prime Remastered. I need the Wii trilogy of Metroid Prime Trilogy because it's on there. Mm -hmm. And I need the original GameCube version, right? Yes. So I had the original GameCube version many years ago. I bought it for like seven bucks at a store because, and it was so cheap because it, it didn't have a case. So I just have the disc. So I I bought one with the case. So now I have two physical versions of Metroid Prime and I have it on digital on the Switch and I now want to buy the Wii Trilogy and somehow if I can find the Switch version because it's very difficult to find a physical copy of Metroid Prime Remastered. So, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't need to. Because you want to. Like I said, I've already played the game twice. Right, because I want it. And then you're going to need to hunt down all the Metroid first four figures statues and spend thousands and thousands of dollars so on them. Then that's the other thing, right? And then, then it's like... Because oh, once you... Once, here's the thing. All. Once you complete that collection... That's not, you're going to want. Yeah. It's not going to be enough. I know. Because yeah. then I'm going to want all, you know, I'm going to want, oh, Metroid Prime Hunters, because that's got Metroid Prime in the title. Metroid Prime 2 and Metroid Prime 3 for the Wii, separate, sold mm -hmm. separately, right? Um, and then I'm going to want Metroid Prime 4 when it comes out. And I'm going to, like, I even was at GameStop, and they had this wall full of, Metroid Dread um, Amigos, Amiibos, whatever yeah. the hell they're called, Amiibos figures. And I stared at that wall for like five minutes, and they were all on sale. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, I could I could get those. They're $20, thing, right? Next thing you so know, you're going to be get one of those. making your own Zero suit and going to, to conventions. Like, it just won't stop. <laughs> so then... But the thing is, Metroid Prime is the only Metroid game that I really, really like. 
Anyway, so so I'm staring at that wall of figures, and then I was like, never mind, I'm not going to get them. So then a couple, like, oh, maybe a week later, this weekend, we went, and, and we just stopped in. Quinn and I went to see the Mario movie again, and we stopped at GameStop, and I went over to that wall, and I was like, oh, maybe. They were gone. They were gone. They had, like, 40 of them last week. And they were all gone. I don't know what the hell they did with them. But they were gone. Assholes. It was like, oh, so I didn't buy any, so we're getting rid of them. Do you, you have some video game <laughs> art, artwork, don't you? Like a decent amount? Yes. Yes. I have, I have, um, the, I have a few things. You bought me those three pieces by that artist who I, f- I don't remember their name but they're really neat they're yeah. video games made to look like book covers and yes. you bought me three of those I did I have so I have Metal Gear Solid Portal and um, Shadow of the Classes which are yes. three of my favorite games so that was super cool and yes. I got those framed and they're up there I have a Bioshock print. Um, that was the first thing I ever got. It's the cover of the book. Yes. Um, it's like the art, the artwork from that. I have a Bloodborne thing that we that uh, Coley got me on Etsy or Redbubble, something like that. It's it's a fan made print, but it's yeah. really cool. It's really well done. And then. Um, I have a Last Guardian print that's also a fan-made print, but it's really nice. It's beautiful. And then and then I have the Journey print, again, that Jack got me. Yeah. Um, she got you... Which one did she get you? The Mass Effect? Last of Us. Or Last of Us. Yeah. Last of Us Giraffes, uh, right? Oh, yeah. Ellie and the Giraffe. It's actually hanging above my TV. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. So I have the journey print, and I have that framed, and that's probably the those Cook and Becker ones are the most valuable because, and that's probably gonna only appreciate in value because mm-hmm. they are limited runs. Like they are limited, and yeah. and they're quality. And they're they're official. It's official artwork. From the actual artists on the games, correct. Um, so like, my mine has a number. I forget what number it is, but it's like something out of ninety or something. There were like yeah. ninety of those made, and yeah. I've been on Cook and Becker to like see if I could get some more artwork, mm-hmm. and it's not like all the good ones are gone. Like, oh no, they're, they're they sell out some, pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. At least the there's really some good newer games does. on there. Yeah, there's some yeah. newer games on there still. But there's nothing that like I'm. I need to have art artwork from you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, and that those are all things I'm really. I love having like those in the books. Um, so I guess I'm at the point where I don't need more, right? 
Like, I'm talking about Metroid Prime, but you're right. Like, once I start down that path, then I'll probably just want to keep going. So I probably won't. I just wanted at least to have the GameCube version um, with the actual box in case. So I got that, and it wasn't that much. I got it, I think I got it for like 30 bucks on Facebook Marketplace. So I think, um, <sighs> I mean, the thing about collecting someday, stuff. Thing about collecting stuff is someday that it'll be worth money. You never need it; it's a want, right? Like, right? Yeah. Yeah. You still you collect other things too, right? Do you collect your um, Roosevelt shirt still, or do you not do that anymore? Uh, no, I kind of got out of the Roosevelt's business because they. Um, I don't know. The quality went down, the prices went way up, and then they started producing a lot more of each print. So they became less and less unique, if that makes sense. Um, I still have quite a few shirts, like similar shirts from other companies, but I don't do it like as a collector type thing now. If I like something, I'll just buy it and I'll wear it once in a while. So Uh, they they just, I mean, they, they grew their business. Good for them. Like, like I'm not berating right. them, right? Yeah, <laughs> they yep. became you know wild, wildly less popular. Exclusive club, correct? Yeah. So there's a couple yeah. other companies that I that have similar types of shirts, not licensed stuff. The other thing Roosevelt's yeah. did was they they just got so many licenses, and every shirt looked the same except with different characters on it. Like if that makes any sense. Yeah. The, the aesthetic Kinda was like, the same. Um, Kind of like a men's version of um, Lularoe. Leggings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Lularoe. Um, <laughs> I don't... Just the same thing with different random prints all over it, yeah. See, and then I started to say, I I, I was collecting enamel pins for a while. Um, uh-huh. So, I don't know. I have a lot of giraffes. I don't actively collect them, but I like giraffes. So I have a lot of giraffes and I collect a lot of debt and, (laughs) but no, I don't really have the space to collect anything right now or the disposable income. I do think there'll be a time in my life where I do find something I like to collect and we'll do that again. Um, like I really like, um, maritime stuff if that makes sense like water stuff Mm -hmm. ocean stuff so i would like someday to have like a a little corner of my house where i have like authentic like antique like compasses and hourglasses and guides and Mm. ship wheels and things like that yeah Yeah. um i was looking for that cook and decker uh print which one the one that the Jack got me, and I don't see any like mine. But I bet you that's worth something. It, that's so, what I mean. Like those, the the value of that specifically is only going to go up because everything on that website sells out, and they don't make more of them. Yeah. Like I really wanted that um, that print of Ellie and Joel laughing. Like the drawing, the pencil drawing that's on there, that of that scene that made it into the show, but was never in the, uh, the yes. game. You know, yes. where they're sitting around the fire and laughing. Yeah, yeah. 
That, yeah, that's, cool that's long gone. And of course, Bloodborne, all the Bloodborne stuff's gone. At least all the good ones, right? Like I see, like I'll I'll go on there and I'll look and I'll be like, oh, that's just like a print of a character model or something. And of course, that that's still available, but that's not what I want, right? Like I want a cool, like I don't know, some yeah, evocative, different. But I understand. Yeah. Yeah, but even the more generic Crook and Becker on on eBay or Crook Cook and Becker are pretty high priced. Um, yeah. So, oh, the one you have, the Journey one, I see. I mean, obviously anybody can yeah. put a pri- any price they want. Is yours called In the Distance? I'm pretty sure this is the one you have. It's, it's a little character running across the the desert. This one is listed for. Five sixty eighty four. Wow. Framed or not? Um, it doesn't look like it's framed. Wow. No, it's not framed. See, that's what I mean. That's yeah, and I actually way more a, than a really nice frame online. Not that I would sell it because I love it, but no, right? Me neither. Yeah. My I mean, blood okay, honestly, if it got to like 20000 or something, I might have to consider it, but... <laughs> right, yeah, definitely. Um, my Bloodborne print uh, fell. The frame broke. I'm going to have to get a new one. Mm-hmm. Or I tried gluing it, but it didn't. I don't think it's going to work. That sucks. <sighs> all right, we should, we should be done talking about all this old man crap. Sure. I say next time we come prepared to talk about some some albums and music that uh, yeah had an impact on us in our lives. Yes, we could. Okay. We could maybe even right. talk about Led Zeppelin four. That might get contentious. Mm. And I'm going to be so misunderstood. Yeah. All right, Jeremy. All right, Daniel. This was. I would say this was fun, but I don't really know if it was or not. So we'll, we'll, I think we'll it was see fun. When I listen back to it. I don't know if other people will think sure. it was fun, but I had fun, and really, we're just yeah, record, re- recording our thoughts for whatever reason we may need That's them someday. Right. So yep. fuck all them people. Unless unless yeah, you enjoyed fuck it, you. then, then, th- then thank you so show. much. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to of course we have a podcast <laughs> and uh give us a review give us a good review don't tell people we said fuck you yeah um, that was totally a yep. joke yeah absolutely, absolutely. right tune in next time when i tell daniel how wrong he is about all of his musical tastes i think that'll be an interesting conversation because we have a lot of similar musical tastes but we also have a lot of vastly different musical tastes I think, yeah, we do. We differ in some ways. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Have a good night. Uh, Peace out, everybody. Bye. See ya. All right. I'm stopping.